Good morning, America. Uh, this is Jerry Rhodes talking to you from Chicago, Illinois. Just sitting here having coffee with my lovely wife. She just got out of the hospital uh, for having, they say, aspirational pneumonia, which is really the fluid um, overload that she's been treated for for a number of years. But no clots, uh, blood pressure is great. So we're now adjusting to getting back home and sleeping 10 hours. But we were just listening to Fox News. We do listen to Fox News. And no, we're not just Republican or Democrat. We're what I have labeled American Enterprise Party believers. Why? Because that's the party I started. I'm the founder and CEO of the American Enterprise. I call it Swing Vote Party. This party is not looking to control anything. It is to be the referee for the craziness that's going on in this country caused by our two-party system. In gridlock, always pointing pictures, pointing thumb, uh, sorry, uh, their fingers at uh, the opposition. I call it the McCoys and Hatfields, shooting each other until they're dead and leaving America dead. But anyway, uh, this whole thing about who you're going to vote for, this old guy Biden, uh, it's going to be 84, or this old guy Trump, who's going to be 82, or DeSantis, who is a young man, uh, graduate of uh, Harvard and Yale Law School, never ran a business, never invented anything, while, and has never run a business. Uh, and that's all America is, is a huge enterprise. I've been making the point that American capitalism, the monetary part, which includes bonds and stocks, that's capital. Uh, it's marrying American socialism, which is the workers. That's the human capital. And it all comes from Adam Smith. If you go read his book of Wealth of Nations, very common sense down-to-earth farmer, I'm sure, that applied the first principles of laissez-faire enterprise. Laissez-faire being labeled by the French because they understood why America is great. They all understand why we're great. They just want a piece of the pie. They will promise anything to get our wealth. Well, our wealthy people are investing at God knows where, probably in China, India, uh, um, Iran, OPEC, uh, South, South Korea, those 30 nations that export more to us than we import to them. A trillion dollars a year loss in cash flow, which really is, is because of shipping, a $3 trillion a year loss. Why would we have all this debt? Oh, the politician's not going to tell you because it's both parties' fault. They never ran a business like this. Who, who in the hell that we've had president ever ran a business? Trump, yes. Was he making uh, grounds and in, in, in getting close to so-called drain the swamp and and keep the number one uh, number one position in the world when it comes to globalization? Because we're not going to prevent globalization. The, the cell phone made this world so small now we have to think about um, the, the entire 
market, which of which we have been benefiting from since the Second World War, because our currency has been the number one reference in doing trade and, and valuing things at, at, in currency. Uh, we're we're going to lose that. The value of the dollar is no longer a hundred cents. We're lucky if it's if it's fifteen cents. Depends on how far back you go and took it off the gold standard. We have no backing. The only backing, and we're destroying it, is our production of energy, which Trump got into and was protecting us and making us independent. We've lost that revenue stream. To who? Russia, OPEC, uh, China buys from Russia, uh, even Israel. Uh, where are we when it comes to production of anything? We sent it overseas under the premise by these presidents that had no idea what they were doing because it was cheaper child labor. That was the claim. And then we criticized them for using children. They don't use children. Go look at the videos of, of the huge cities, 20 cities in China larger than New York City. Who built those cities? It wasn't children labor. It, everyone there is busy. They don't have a union. They don't have... A, a, a way to go on strike and and get all kinds of laws and, and they do have a social security system you bet they do and it's forced on the um, oligarchs they don't have small business they have our ideas in their oligarchs producing GDP for who? them what about us? well we sit here and we don't produce anything. Even McDonald's is now being, being feeding their cash flow, not ours, even though they don't have to ship a hamburger overseas. Everything else being shipped overseas costs trillions, Billion, millions, billions, and trillions. And guess who controls the seas? China. The Chinese control the seas. How can that be? Well, they have their own container ships, cargo ships. They make the containers. They had a 14,000-acre container inventory in Shanghai that is all robotics. They don't use manual labor for loading and unloading those containers. Hell no. That, that happens in our ports, our 20 ports. Or human labor has to unload. Uh, you think China's unloading those cargo ships and putting it on our trucks and then driving our trucks to, to our wholesalers and retail? Hell no. Well, who pays for that? Uh, American wholesalers and retailers. Well, what about the pricing? Well, the pricing is being done by the Chinese, typically, because they're doing 75% of the business that, that is being conducted around the world, and it includes shipping. It doesn't include distribution. So they have basically employed us to do the distribution of their products, put it on, on their shelves, and they don't spend a penny for marketing. They don't buy space like Coca-Cola has to buy space on, on Costco's and Walmart's shelves. It is insane. Why else would we have a $1 trillion loss and imbalance of trade and be paying all of this shipping, FOB, which means <coughs> their pricing includes shipping to the destination. Unbelievable. Here is a monop monopsony, which is the Chinese government. That's what you call an, a totalitarian government, a monopsony. They are the buyer of last resort from their monopolies to, to feed their people.
The only thing they really need from us most is, is food. Well, hell, when their cargo ships get here and we have to load food up on them and send them back, they charge shipping. They, they have it both ways. This is insanity. So both parties don't know what the hell's going on. They don't know how to fix it. I'm saying as a CPA and somewhat of an expert in business, since I've owned my own for 40 years, we have to turn the tables on them. Anytime your, your seller is controlling the pricing and, and deciding what they're going to charge for it, and then they're going to charge shipping for it, and we end up paying and incurring losses, we'll never make that up with growth because 30 countries export more to us than we export to them. How in the hell did that happen? Because our small business ideas, where the growth comes from in this country, it doesn't come from, from Amazon and Bezos and, and, and uh, uh, the other billionaires. Hell no, they usually have stolen their products because they can sell and market or steal. Hell no, it all happens in the small businesses because they have in this country the freedom to fail. They can start businesses, 60,000 businesses start in this country per month, and 60,000 of them go BK, bankruptcy, bankruptcy. But in that process, we have created 90% of the technology around the world. Just look at all the products that we have here. They weren't invented by China and Russia. And no, totalitarian governments never invent anything. They just start wars. They just want to grab the land. The most valuable uh, valuable asset we have is our land. We are the largest, next to Russia, in land uh, square miles. And we have way more natural resources than any other country in the world. We have all it, all it takes to, to be number one. And we have been. But since Roosevelt, and we've only had leaders that had to fight wars, in terms of shooting wars and then dropped the bomb on, on civilians, which, which didn't go over very good with our so-called allies. Uh, no, it's, it's our, our land. And now the Chinese are starting to buy it. And why is Bill Gates buying up land? Why are the billionaires buying up our most valuable product, product which is our land and our farming system? They want to know seeds. They want to know all our, they're stealing it. That's what's going to make them great, and it's going to destroy us. And they'll take all the credit, and they'll become number one. China, yes. Uh, they're rising, and we're falling. And where we cross, that's called a either a hot war or a cold war. Right now, it's turning into a hot war because we're running out of the ability to borrow. When all 30 nations decide they don't, will no longer take fiat dollars that are printed up by us because they don't have that much value and they'll convert everything to crypto, or they will not uh, take long-term treasury bills. Because right now there's an inverted yield on long-term American treasury bills because people don't have faith in America being able to pay them back. Guess what? They, they'll want the short-termers you know, the 10-day, two weeks, 30 days, 60 days, and, and, and they don't want to pay more than 3%, and on, on long-term, 1%. And then we got an idiot who's our Secretary of Treasury, who used to be the idiot running the Fed, says we need a 100-year Treasury bill so we can borrow more money. 
and put it off, put everything off until the next century. I'm sorry, honey, ain't going to work. China will take over, and, and they're near it right now. We do not have a whole decade. They have their wolf warrior plans to take over, not and destroy democracy. No, hell no, they don't have to. They're, they've employed us. Everybody in America now works for China when you see their labels on everything. If, that's, if it's not them, it's South Korea on cars. It's Mexico on cars. It's, it's cars from Italy. It's uh, wine and God knows all the fabrics. Everything's produced overseas. And we are the retailers. Wholesalers, retailers, what does that mean? We, we work for the imbalance of trade countries. Their GDP is going up. And ours is leveled out, and it's going to go down with the Fed doing what they're doing. That's for sure. They're going to put General Motors into bankruptcy. They're going to put the capital. We can't raise capital, and we're not going to be able to borrow. And and when that happens, guess what? Foreclosure. It is then bankruptcy because then none of these suppliers will take our fiat dollars or our treasury bills because they want to destroy America financially. Then we're beholding. Then we're under their thumb. It is not going to be a shooting war. The nuclear weapon thing, we caused that. It wouldn't even be a factor if we'd shown them the film in, in New Mexico of what it could do, and we would have a deterrent. Oh, hell no. Truman dropped it on, 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 on civilians. 250,000 died. Do you think that inspired the rest of the world? to not hold America accountable for what we have now? Come on, wake up. The, the politicians aren't going to tell you the, the truth. They want to talk issues, not problems. They've been instructed, do not educate the voter because they'll, they'll, want, to, they'll want to know more. They'll want to know why we aren't coming up with solutions and why the two parties disappointed each other and continue to increase the debt and the deficit spending and say Biden's a genius. He's an idiot. I've never seen a president do more wrong in, with executive orders in, in seven days as he's done. I label him as the Wizard of Oz because whatever exists in that party is from the background. He's a puppet. They write all of his speeches. They write all of his responses. That's why he doesn't do anything impromptu. And his VP is a word salad. She's trying to impress people. She doesn't impress anyone. If he topples over today, we're in big trouble. And now Pelosi's going to retire. She said we need immigration because we need to have people pick the crops, pick the cotton, I guess. They'll be slaves again. And, and Schumer says we need to have more babies, brown babies. We need to balance off this white supremacy. Good God, I'm telling you, if we don't do something now, that's why I'm calling myself the stupid stranger. Somebody's got to come in and start applying solutions to these problems. We have to state these problems to the voters and then have a plan, a plan of action on how we fix it. We're going to turn the tables on all 30 of these other countries that think they have a corner on our market. How do you do that? Stop paying shipping. We're not going to pay shipping. Come over here. You know, rent out some land in America and set up your supplier over here. We're not going to pay shipping. Well, guess what? 
that sinks uh, China's ships out there, the cargo ships, immediately. Because we want to have control over the market. Because it's our ideas. It's our technology. And they're using it to get back at us and take over. It, who's they? Well, you know, it's, it's the same as a commune. You know, it's the communists. Where they tell their people everything is going to be fine and they, they control everything from a central point. China's low overhead. They don't have 50 different governors telling them, trying to tell them what to do by running against them. They don't have all of these mayors who, who have no accountability. Governors have no accountability, no, nor do the mayor, mayors or the um, city councilors when it comes to analytics. They should be responsible for their own gross domestic and national product. They, they, they are not uh, responsible for the horrendous crime rates, abortion rates, high school dropouts. Uh, no, they're not, they're not accountable for anything. They want to blame the parties, the, the president. The president is at the mercy of a low-producing and accountable republic. And if you don't believe me, ask what all the 24 million government-paid workers do. No one knows what all of these 40,000 employees of this, 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 I don't even know what to call him, traitor Fauci, 40,000. He had the coronavirus mapped in 1984 and, and sent it over through this um, Dozic and and funded it and they took it and were using it to try to determine a vaccine, which he never did could find for AIDS, and it got out. It's not from the monkeys or from the bats or whatever. Matter of fact, it can't even be transmitted from a non-vertebrate to a vertebrate. So whatever they're saying in terms of come from a bat, a bat's got vertebrates, so do a lot of other animals. Maybe it didn't come from an animal. Maybe it came from some biological uh, lab, an eminence bowl. Who knows? We mapped it. We sent it over there. It's crazy. And he, Fauci took over the country. Who put him in charge? Pence. What about Pence? I call him Brutus. He took down Caesar. He did. That whole bunch was public health officials running our country. They have never, ever run a business. Our whole country, except for the uh, essentials, which is all your big businesses and all the government employees, they got their salaries plus stimulus. Wait a minute. That's not right. That's not fair. Yeah, well, they were running the country using fear, and Fauci was using the cover his ass. And we're going to take it? I think we better do our own revolution. This is a revolution. This isn't evolution. If it is, then we're going to go to number number 30 or 40 in the world. We're number 38 right now in healthcare, number one in cost. Healthcare is upside down. We pay all the providers for input, a diagnosis or a prescription drug or a lab test, not for an outcome. None of healthcare is held accountable for an outcome. What is an outcome? That's getting people better or preventing the disease or preserving our health. I've written books and books and books. No one reads the books. Well, folks, you better start picking up the books and educating yourself because this country is sinking not one day, well, not 
annually or election time. No, every day. Every day we're sinking. So to keep America great, and I have a podcast, you better start listening to me. And I am the stupid stranger at this point because we have no one else. That's, it's not preaching. It's teaching. It's teaching everyone on what's happening here. Because everyone, like in World War II, have to, have to get up on their, uh, on their hind legs and say, no more, no mas. We're taking over. And we're going to run the, the, the country as an enterprise, not as an institution. Not the three branches of an institution, the three departments of the biggest enterprise and com- company or corporation in the world, tre- ma- making sure that the uh, NGOs and the so-called stakeholders are benefiting. It's not stakeholders first and, and, and shareholders last. No way. It's the investors getting a return on their money and the employees getting a return on their effort. It's called you have to work to earn and you have to learn to build something or have a skill that we can build and make money on. That's called profit. You know, who's against profit? You're against the, the very success that got us here. The, 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 it's not a carrot. It's a reward. And we have to base everything in the future on that formula. American capitalism, which is the monetary investment of capital for our growth, and American socialism, which are the, the enterprising, risk-taking Americans that make up the solution. So I sign off right now. I've got somebody at the door. So keep listening. Yes, I'm the stupid stranger, and no, I'm not running for president. I'm looking for people that can... Solve the problem. Thank you. This is a poem from The Ninth Wonder of the World. It's called The Idolizer. Idle time, idle values, idle worship. What's your idol? Is it a waste? Is it a misspent or is it worship of a Buddha just sitting there? Is it something sitting on a pedestal or shook from a pedal? Is it something to look up to or to forget, or for to, to forget about? Is it reason for, for striving? Is it a life cycle or is it a lifestyle or a forgotten mile? Is it a personal trial or a disposed of file? What is your idol? Idle time, idle talk, or a true idol? Someone who tests you, inspires you, who questions you and builds you into more than an idolizer. Someone you look up to, challenging you to be more and less than the image on the cereal box. For our heroes are not a statue, not a figment of imagination. They're real and make us feel. Casting the future isn't just a rod and reel, but is the bait of a picture in the mind, envisioning how it can unwind, saying, yes, I am, I can, I will. The idol for all time, called fulfill.
<laughs> Vote for the stupid stranger. As the image above shows, I wrote Volume 2 of the American Enterprise Party Trilogy book subtitled The American Enterprise Manifesto that exposes the depth of the swamp and the dire financial predicament weighing on our future generations. This must be dealt with now as America slides into the depths of the swamp, as did other great societies in the past. I've been told it will never happen because it takes billions, trillions, and zillion dollars to compete for any office, let alone the presidency. Well, 330 million enterprising Americans create $24 trillion GDP per year and create wealth for 22 million millionaires and 814 billionaires, so why not invest their equity accumulated wealth in paying down the $32 trillion current debt limit, $158 trillion in entitlement long term debt, rid ourselves of half of the 24 million government workers that cost 40% fixed overhead, wasted on redundant laws and regulations to be able to compete with China our ominous competitor. There are 127 million Americans receiving government paychecks and or subsidies per www.openbooks.com, 24 million employees, 77 million baby boomers with Social Security and Medicare, 26 million for 13 entitlement programs, for disability, child care credits, stimulus check, etc. How has this happened slowly, now accelerating at a bankruptcy rate? Why would we re-elect the very incumbent parties 90% of the time that got us into a bankrupt position? Why would we believe that the red and the blue parties act in our best interests? Why would we choose to bank our future on the past faults of these ruling class elitists? Why wouldn't we find someone that represents enterprising Americans? www.americanenterprisepoliticalparty.org Why wouldn't we vote for enterprising leaders, patriotic and ethical citizens? Why wouldn't you now vote for the unknown, stupid stranger, someone that is a dark horse from the middle American independent philosophy, who has been one of the enterprising Americans that pay all the bills, create the wealth for the few, and want opportunity to live well, sleep well, and be happy? Because what we have isn't working, and this swing vote idea, may just be the solution. Well worth a true alternative considering that the binary two-party Congress may be gridlocked forever, and the deficit-slash-debt clock is broken. The alligators own the swamp, and Humpty Dumpty Biden or Trump can't put back together again. The Milton Friedman idea that vouchers are the solution is a false positive, meaning that government shifts the responsibility to the states and or the private sector without fixing the real problems of flawed public policy and little private involvement in setting public policy for spending and entitlements. Proposed solutions. 1. Close open borders and support the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party for the Unrepresented by the private sector, to balance budgets as a true alternative to government ruling class for the elite, by the elite, and to the elite's benefit. According to George Orwell America is now Animal Farm, heading for 1984 and 2084. 2. Elect governors to the American Enterprise Party, for they are being dumped on by the national parties for the sake of practicing politics as usual and avoiding the true solutions. Only the governors can make true change at the grassroots. 3. Cut the redundancy of regulatory agencies between federal and state governments writing state and federal budgets of waste and excess regulations. Hold governors accountable for analytics pertaining to fiscal and social outcomes. 4. Elect government officials based on private sector experience and eliminate the tagline lawmakers, it should be job and peacemakers. Rather than squeeze small business to death with unnecessary regulations, help fund capital needs with true debt instruments based on performance. All government contracts must be based on pay-for-performance formulas. Hold bureaucrats accountable with term limits analytics pertaining to fiscal and social outcomes. 5. Provide America with a true alternative to conservatives 
and liberals as a party of enterprising Americans that are the majority of taxpayers who have little, if any, representation in the governmental budget process, and have no means for fiscal accountability but provide 75% of the funding from 46 different national and state taxes. The China Communist Party, reconstituted USSR, and other socialist OPEC countries are there waiting for America to fail, then pounce with cyber-hacking and fear-mongering, resulting in China being number one in the new world order, India number two, Russia number three, and OPEC Arab Spring members number four. How would that world treat us risk-taking, enterprising Americans? As prisoners of the global imbalance of trade war. As the totalitarian Marxist-Lenin communist dream has come true, who will be the stupid strangers running for office? Who would you feel is qualified to be leaders in your party? All reds or blues or purples? Rhinos or demos or both? Sure a mansion or Mitt Romney, Rand Paul, Chelsea Gabbard, Lynn Cheney, the Donald, his sons, and daughters, the Santos Tea Partiers, the Black Caucus, the Four Amigos, AOC, and the Squad, may be better politicians that want to save America or keep America relevant, as well as great. My answer is to get new blood involved. Oh, you mean millionaires, billionaires, and zillionaires? No, it takes that kind of money ticks to win anything. Unless China takes over earlier than predicted by our chameleon hedge fund billionaires or EVs, and SpaceX barons taking over the AI propaganda and crypto capital machine. What will turn the corner for a third party? It will take America losing its number one status in the new world order. Prediction is that will happen during the Biden administration, 2024 or 2028 if he is re-elected. In your opinion can the Donald swing the vote big enough to beat the rhinos, and demos plus illegals to beat the uni-party landslide for abortion, Green New Deal, open borders, complacency on the worldwide battleground preparing for the Game of Thrones? Is this just a fear tactic or a revolution of factions that allows a third party become the front-runner for the White House? No, my view of the swing vote doesn't aspire to take over American politics, just keep it relevant, and honest using consensus of peaceful coexistence with humanism, on the world stage of power brokers, monarchs, warlords, monopsonies, monopolies, real estate barons, or humanitarians looking for Jesus to return, and save us. My predictions are documented in my novel Americana or Revisit to Orwell's 1984 happening in 2084. A century proving George Orwell is right totalitarian rule desires to assassinate love, tolerance for race, creed, gender with an insane ideology of the few setting the six standards of behavior, with the seventh being the Politburo handing down the consequences for breaking the seventh rule. Not what you can do to love your country, but what you can do for your love of Big Brother. Or is it a wokeless Camelot? A dystopian contract with America, MAGA, or build back better or have all enterprising Americans share in the wealth of a nation. Adam Smith style or Xi Jinping dictating behavior, from Beijing Marx, Lenin, Stalin style. Bigger is not better. How can we be better if we are all equally bankrupt? Equality and equity aren't productive or fair if it's based on colors, creeds, religions, or abortion. And Big Brother died in 1984 giving birth to Joe Biden, the Wizard of Oz, by selling privilege, and selling out America to Hunter's foreign agents of doom. With his incompetent cabinet's ten commandants of disaster, one quitting on Afghanistan, and leaving America to blame. Welcoming back the Taliban. 2. Shutting down America's source of energy profits forever. Letting other competitors take over the global trade balance. When the Green New Deal is DOA 3, opening the borders to a surge in population of 400 million that will never be absorbed as rational, considering the deaths it has created with opioids, fentanyl, child abuse, and poverty cartels planting a sales force in our ghetto inner cities. 
4. Republicans acquiescing to politics to dump Trump and enable stupid stranger Biden to be elected, without contesting the illegal voting for mail-in ballots, harvesting of votes, and complacency in not enforcing counting deadlines using automated counting, without audit requirements, then expecting Brutus Pence to save the election for Trump, triggering the January 6th protest turn to revolt, then Pence runs for president in 2024, and says so help him God he, Fauci and Cuomo didn't dump Trump. 5. Allowing a bureau, cried Fauci to run the country using fear that he in fact created by allowing the coronavirus DNA mapping to be used at the Wuhan lab for gain-of-functioning testing. 6. Allowing the Fed to take over the economy with currency dumping during the pandemic, and using interest rates to destroy what capital America has left, its GDP, and GNP, and a huge derivative inverted yield bond, and stock market bubble. 7. Turning our backs on obligations of NATO to protect Europe from tyranny at its roots. 8. Funding the war in Ukraine despite Hunter's corruption with wasteful spending exceeding the debt limit. 9. Electing a president who is mentally incapable, and woke in selection of his cabinet of incompetence. 10. Then ignoring the results of such a disastrous administration to imply another four years will prevent Trump from saving America by beating Judas Pence for another four-year disastrous regime. Final word, what is happening in America is similar to what happened in Rome, with the destruction of grassroots values, of decency, faith in higher power, with a devotion to violence, vulgarity, and excess wealth in the hands of the corrupt media, and snake oil salesmen who decide to run America into bankruptcy. Result, open borders transplanting another 50 to 100 million transients who will end up in the NGO food lines, intense cities, vagrancy, crime, drugs, prostitution, with ghetto living conditions similar to those early in the 19th century due to mass illegal immigration. America the bountiful becomes America the pitiful due to poor leadership and give away of the American pie for monetizing our borders, sanctuary states, cities, ghettos, slums, gated communities looking like the forts of old. At our coliseums, stadiums, filled with the many, that are asked to raise their thumbs up or down on the gladiators of the goats' hunger games. With 50 states, districts, controlled by the peacekeepers, with hunger and fear as their weapons. And fear of the capital, in Beijing, where big brother Xi Jinping reigns, with its brotherhood of oligarchs, and the restored USSR. A one-world CCP, incorporated, with Orwellian 1984 as their Hitler image of power over the many by the few. Clearly a perfect image of the Chinese 2000-thout-end-year wolf warrior plan to employ America's wealth for control of the brave new world order. If you agree get on board for a peaceful voting revolution by the many who believe in freedom of choice, and protecting our standards of living, with representation by those who understand, and have experience in Americanism, i.e., American capitalism, and American socialism, based on Adam Smith's Wealth of Nations, where American enterprises, made up of risk-taking enterprising American citizens, working together to keep America great, and win the Cold War on tyranny. An analogy is take the McCoys and Hatfields killing each other until they decided to make love not war, by merging the McCoys' capital and profits, with the Hatfields' patriotic human capital, work ethic to take over the world-free enterprise, selling quality moonshine worldwide. Beating Budweiser woke beer ads. Then the Russians can drink themselves into submission, and the Chinese think themselves into submission by losing the global trade war. Currently 90% of foreign trade is by sea. By turning the tables America can win the cold trade war. Now controlled by China's shipping monopoly, that uses their cargo ships, and their robotic container system, enabling them to control 75% of worldwide foreign trade. With complacency, China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Cuba, and 70% of the world's population win the worldwide calls trade war, 
using fear and land grabs to fuel their takeover. Soltuan turned the tables on China with respect to their belt-of-the-road strategy to be the supplier and shipper of choice, not the purveyor of a nuclear weapon. Forcing them to move the supplier chain closer to the American consumers? Folks, as our leader Biden would say, forget the stupid stranger, Hunter is the genius. No, in reality China is the genius. America is losing at number one ranking while Nero Biden's Congress fiddles, after Mike Lucius Brutus assassinated the Donald, and Judas promised Jesus he was saved, so he could run for savior of the world. So help me God. Uh, this is a recording for uh, my podcast episode entitled Biden Wins, Who Gains and Who Loses. United, United we stand, divided we fall. To build back bigger is better. What's better? The enterprise, American enterprise for all. Regardless of the vote count, Joe Biden is our president. Who gains, who loses? It will take four years to answer the who, who wins question, and four minutes to answer who loses. Obviously, the voters for Biden want a change in leadership. That's who gains. Biden's 80 million votes voters, of course, for a while. The losers are those 75 million voters looking at an agenda of reversal. Obliterate the Trump doctrine of business is business for the sake of promising the many they will share with the few in getting the spoils of winning. That took four minutes to say and will take four years of build, build back bigger is better for the many to, many to judge the outcome for the few. From this, you can judge me as a dissident of both the red and blue, the right and the left, the conservative and the liberal, the libertarians and the progressive. Since we all serve the same master in the long run, it's American enterprise and the pursuit of the American dream which is defined as the ideals of freedom, equality, and opportunity traditionally held to be available to every American with a life of personal happiness and material comfort, traditionally sought by individuals in the United States. Why then the great divide between the political factions? It's the wailing wall of debt, deficits, inequality, injustice, high taxes, low congressional ratings, and looming loss of our lead in the world of currency and commerce. It's the tech giants, big box retailers, consuming small businesses. So build back bigger is not better. You, If you don't believe a depression and a crash is likely, well, look at the debt clock www.usdebtclock.org in New York City maintained by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. I'm going to quote the figures. U.S. 2020 federal spending $6.6 trillion. The deficit spending for 2020 $4.4 trillion. Recorded debt, $28 trillion. 
That's 84,000 per citizen. Medicare spending, 1.3 trillion. Medicaid spending, 1.1 trillion. Defense budget, 720 billion. Interest on debt, 392 billion. Accumulated interest on the total debt, $32 trillion. Federal pension, pensions, $300 billion spent. Agriculture subsidies, $205 billion. Total state and federal and local spending total, $10.1 trillion. Percent of GDP is 40%, 47%. U.S. GDP, $21.2 trillion. Total workers' compensation, $11.5 trillion. U.S. federal tax revenue, $3.4 trillion. That's $10,440 per citizen and $27,000 per taxpayer. Tax revenue to GDP, 15%. U.S. spending to GDP, 31%. Total U.S. debt, 101% of of annual GDP. Tariff tax, $70 billion, collected mostly from China. U.S. trade deficit, $867 billion. China's, China's share of that is $300 billion. U.S. imported oil, $100 billion. The top 1% wealth, $60.8 trillion. The bottom 50% wealth, citizens, $1.8 trillion. Small business assets, $128 trillion. Corporate assets, $15.4 trillion. Household assets, $127 trillion. Social Security liability, $20.9 trillion. Medicare liability, $32.4 trillion. U.S. unfunded and unrecorded liabilities, $158.7 trillion. 479000 per citizen as of now. Yes, America is sitting on a $500 trillion derivative bubble called the American GDP Trade Deficit and Stock Market as the report card. When the cash flow is the Federal Printing Press, Federal Reserve Printing Press, and the Democrats want to increase the bubble by $100 trillion over the next 10 years with higher taxes, free college education, free health care for all, forgiveness of college debt, emissions reduced to zero, $15 minimum wage, guaranteed minimum annual salary, total infrastructure overhaul, two to three new states, open borders, amnesty for illegal immigrants means more voters, lower the voting age to 16, more voters, do away with the, with the Electoral College, um, redistricting, redistricting for minorities in the cities, extend the term limit of setting president to a decade, reduce military, military spending, extend retirement age to 75 for Social Security and Medicare benefits, and expand foreign aid to progressive third world countries. We will find out that build back bigger is never better. What's better? A third party with an agenda to downsize government at all levels 
and upsize American enterprise for all. Not only drain the swamp, but kill the alligators. This is another poem from the Tenth Wonder of the World uh, poetry book by Jerry Rhodes. It's Dark Horse, White House. Ride a dark horse, seek a white house. Chain a tiger, rope an elephant. Kiss a cobra, fight a gorilla. Who are you kidding when you're the dark horse? As if you're bidding and gambling against the house. It's the loser's hand, they say. Stakes too high, pick em and back away. For it could be do or die. Out front are the money players, holding path to hands of gold. Not even the Pope's prayers can force them to fold. Running up the poles, taking down the competition. Most chasing the leaders, paying their tolls. Chancing logic with reason. Thinking possibly just maybe a fast dark horse could catch up on his own money by engaging the Hispanic force. Build a fence, make them pay. Never did make sense until he said he'd do it anyway. Dirty money, drug funding, even the Clintons got clean before being caught under underdunning allegations of the whitewater scene. A dark horse pursues White House superiority, a beacon in the scenario when the beam of the silent majority lit up his sombrero. Mexico decided to step up and play the game, rolling the dice into a cup of the dark horse with no name. Now running to and not from, passing the faster, fastest horses on the rail to fight the forces of the kingdom, the dark horse pledged his tail. The race got close and mean. All the other horses ganged up upon the dark horse's queen, tearing her apart before dawn. She gave in to the masses, exposing the dark horse to blight, no longer kicking asses. D.H. fell out of sight. The campaign came and went. D.H. rode in on the wind as a stag. Without the party's consent, he held up the third party flag. No longer was it just the red and the blue. It was another party thrust into something brand new. When the election was enforced, it was the White House needing the dark horse to outrun the rest of the course. The moral to this story is, give the Donald a chance to do his show biz and he will win the big dance so the dark horse can prance.